0: hello this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha Nebraska and this is today's Bible class a short Bible study only about 13 minutes but a, but a short Bible study every single day of the week seven days a week keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally, literally everybody you can. Because you know people in your life who need to turn their lives around spiritually. They need to grow in their faith. They need to come to God. They need to change their lives. Help them to do so by getting them into God's Word through these short studies every day. You may help them even get to heaven. Great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about a very serious heart problem, and that is hatred. Hatred. Hatred causes, leads to, instigates all kinds of evil and wicked acts, including violence and even murder. Jesus told the Jewish, some of the Jewish critics, while he was in his public ministry upon this earth, looking down upon him and challenging him at every turn, almost it seemed, they accused his disciples of, well, disrespecting the spiritual law, although I don't know that that was anything that was written down as true word of God, but they said, hey, your disciples are eating without washing their hands. And Jesus said, what are you talking about? Now, of course, I'm kind of paraphrasing or reading in between the lines. He said those things, verse 18 of Matthew chapter 15, those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Now, is it good hygienic practice to wash your hands before you eat a meal? Of course it is. But does that mean you're sinning if you do not? Of course not. And so Jesus trying to get across to them. You're looking at outward actions here, things that you have decided are, are things that people ought to do, and you're placing a spiritual emphasis on it and even a prohibition against not doing it. He says, no, 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 check your heart. Check out your heart. That's where you need to really focus because it's out of your heart. What you, how you've conditioned your thinking, your morals, your conscience— The actions that you take that could be evil, sinful, and he lists different things there that we'd certainly say, well, gracious, yeah, we need to stay away from those. Evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, blasphemies, false witnesses, those all come from your heart. The way you've conditioned your thinking and your morals, your conscience, your spiritual being, it's from the heart check out your heart. So all kinds of wickedness, all kinds of sinfulness, evil, ultimately they are the result of a heart set or a heart trouble. Hatred is one of those. We've talked about how hatred, ah, it, it's a two-edged sword. Certainly it can be destructive toward the person who is being hated but that other edge of that sword points back at the person who is harboring that hatred for that person, and it eats away at that person who harbors the hatred like an acid or a cancer. And ultimately, it's not only destructive toward the person who is being hated, but it becomes self-destructive toward the person who is harboring the hatred. We looked at a number of examples in the Scriptures of hatred, among people, even family members. And ultimately, in those examples, we saw that two of them led to murder on the part of one family member against another family member. Cain murdered his brother Abel, and Absalom murdered or plotted to have murdered his half-brother Amnon We saw also how the brothers of Joseph hated Joseph so much that they ultimately were going to murder him, but then changed their mind and they just sold him into slavery, (laughs) and then deceived their father into thinking that he had been killed by a wild animal. Well, we can look at examples all around us in our country and around the world right now and throughout history of how hatred gone to seed has been so incredibly destructive toward others, but also toward the ones who harbored that hatred and allowed it to abide within their hearts uncontrolled. Hatred, that two-edged sword. Do you hate somebody? I've never seen, I've never seen the abundance of hatred in our country that I'm seeing displayed so openly right now. It's ugly. But it's also self-destructive toward our toward our nation, our culture. Hatred is condemned throughout Scripture, as we've been reading. Leviticus 19 and verse 17. Murder resulting from hatred was punishable by death under the Old Testament law of Moses. He is a murderer, it says, who out of hatred leads to the death of another person. If anyone hates his neighbor and causes his death through that hatred, that's murder. That's murder. Deuteronomy 19, verses 11 and 12. Now, hatred, again, is basically a heart problem. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention or puts it aside or maybe even does away with it altogether, pre- preventing it from ever taking place, or or at least developing, Proverbs 15, verses 17 and 18. And whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool, Proverbs 10 and verse 18. You see, over and over again, hatred is condemned in Scripture. It's not okay. Hatred is basically a heart problem. The heart is the storehouse of the emotions that develop into hatred. As hatred is allowed to develop within our heart, then it can actually destroy our heart and manifest itself in all kinds of wicked outward actions. Jesus said, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things and a whole lot of people think they can do that. They can be living an evil life. They can be do, doing all kinds of evil things, and they think they'll throw in a good word here or there, and and somehow they're being good. No, he says, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth think, uh, the mouth the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. In other words, his life is going to demonstrate the good heart within him. And an evil man out of evil treasure brings forth evil things. And so when you see somebody continually living in and, and and conducting wicked acts, that indicates what their heart is like. But I say to you, Jesus goes on, that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned Matthew 12, verses 34 through 37. Do you speak hateful words? Do you say hateful things about somebody that you're really struggling with in your life? you hate them? Jesus says you're going to be judged by your words. The actions that are committed outside the body are often the result of emotions and thoughts and mindsets that are rooted in the heart again, as we've emphasized in this particular study repeatedly, Jesus said, do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, Matthew 15, verses 17 through 19. The heart is the seed bed for both good and evil in our lives. It is up to the individual to decide whether he will let God or the devil be his gardener, and sow the seeds that will grow into the course of his life, the products of his life. If he allows hatred to abide, the devil will cultivate it into a thicket of thorns that will choke out the good fruit that may be trying to grow in that person's life. In the middle of the Apostle Paul's lists of the work of the flesh, works of the flesh, that will cause a person to not inherit the kingdom of God, in other words, end up in hell, is the sin of hatred, Galatians 5, 19 through 21. And listed alongside hatred are other sins that can certainly be related to and go along with and be instigated by that hatred, such as contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, dissensions. Verse 20, the apostle John is very pointed as to hatred. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, he wrote, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. 1 John 3 and verse 15. In the fuller context, John may well be making the case that in God's eyes, to not love one's brother is to hate him. 1 John 3 verses 10 through 15. A person cannot love God, cannot truly love God in the way God wants us to love at least and hate his brother at the same time. To claim such is to be a liar John writes in 1 John chapter 4 verses 20 and 21 is allowing that hatred to abide in your heart no matter what that person has done to you or against you either directly or indirectly is allowing that hatred to abide in your heart worth giving up your eternal life in heaven forever over Is it worth being in the torments of hell for all of eternity? The answer to that really is a no-brainer. Don't allow hatred to go on in your heart. To be a driving force, even against one particular individual, for the rest of your life. It can keep you out of heaven and put you in hell. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your love for us. Help us to learn through your love for us that we can love even people who may be against us, maybe even hate us. It doesn't mean we need to like the way they treat us or act, but we can still love their souls. Help us to learn through your love for us, Father please be merciful with us. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Please strengthen us and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.